Welcome to episode two of the Here With You podcast this week, still featuring Mike, Lauren, a little bit of Eli. We've got uh, Pop Errol today. Um, uh, welcome welcome to the podcast, Dad. Grandfather Errol is pleased to be here. <laughs> I love it. Dad, you've got radio voice on straight away. It's uh, radio and preaching voice, I reckon. Right, right. I reckon that's the one. I think it changes and just a little bit. Oh, is that the... Goal. It's something with a goal. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's, um, oh, okay. I thought it was, was conducting. Was no, it? no. There was a photo years ago where Dad's doing... He's preaching and he's got both of his fingers out exactly. like a <laughs> AFL <laughs> goal <Yeah>. umpire. <laughs> right. Um, and I just caught it at that time and I think there were, we captioned the photo for something. I can't remember what. Um, yeah, and uh, Arnie Beck. Arnie Beck. Um, g'day, g'day. Wife of Elizabeth, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. She'll probably be upset that you got on a on a she family will. podcast yeah. before Let's she not did. Tell her until it um, is. <laughs> it's like the it's like the hens night all over again, where oh. um, I I chose Beck, but uh, I, I still still I don't think I'm in trouble for that anymore. I think we're past that now. Look, I considered myself the advocate the, of the the family welcoming. So I figured coming, you know, to your to your party, to your part of the hens night was uh, my responsibility for the family. Yeah. You know, so I, I I think I did a pretty no. good job that night. Too. I think you did. You welcomed me greatly. Yeah, that's right. You were, <laughs> are you feeling welcomed? Is the question. Yes. Very. Still, still, still welcome. Still welcome. Still welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Still welcome. So, like, what we what we tend to do on this podcast is we tend to tell a bunch of stories of you know anything to do with the family history and things like that so um dad you've got obviously you've got you know more history than us all in, in the family like which is a nice way to say i'm an old fellow these days yeah well you you pop you you know you're now the um what are the they doyen the doyen the, doyen, the, yeah. the, the doyen the doyen the doyen which basically um, means old man yeah where's so, that from uh it's just an english word it's just a, never heard you use that word before oh i haven't used the word before I, the funny thing is i heard that more recently on a um on a podcast and they use the word doyan all the time as if it's like there's they speak about an expert in things someone mm-hmm. at the top of their field they call them the doyan oh never heard that whatever before. yeah no i'll be honest it was a word i wasn't over i wasn't familiar with probably until the last year or so it's the elder or the old person with you know most experience oh so wise yes yeah. share so. your wisdom with us yeah, I, I I like to call him the mystic or the shaman. Oh, that's cool. Mm, I like mm. that. You reckon shaman <laughs> shaman Errol? Yeah. Like, um, it's even got a sh- Errol's kind of even a shaman kind of name. I reckon. Guru goes down all right. Guru, yeah, <laughs> guru. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll, we'll. I guess look. I guess what do we what do we what do we ask the shaman? Like, um, first of all, first time <laughs> grandfather. How does that feel? Yeah, it's a wonderful feeling. Um, it's just. Unbelievable when you hold that little fella in your arms and have a look at him and he blinks back. <laughs> now he's, what, three, nearly three months old now. So, uh, but, you know, when he's such a tiny baby, they just, um, this, this just love pours out of you. It's just incredible, you know, this little human you've uh, been waiting for for, 
for nine months and then suddenly they're there. Nine months just, is a is a years. I think uh, I think like, it's eight and a half. I reckon. What? How long have we been together, Lauren? Fourteen years, married. 10. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I reckon yeah. they've been waiting for this for between you and Mum. I think you've been waiting about ten years. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Just yeah. as soon as I got married, there was. Uh, the, I think the waiting had begun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No. Um. Good to finally have the uh, have the goods and. Uh, I'm still waiting for Andrew to kick in and. To- and do his part. Yeah, he's, he's make his yeah. contribution. Maybe he already has. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> he does sneak out at night a lot, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sneaks out a lot. He says he's just going out for a smoke. Yeah. He's um, going out and uh, yeah, look, looking after his families. We're expecting yeah. that Eli won't be listening to this stuff properly and for another, you know, fifteen years and or whatever when he's actually interested in what the family has to say. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, mate, it's uh, but when I meet Michael's mate at the shopping center at Christmas, <laughs> so when he says Michael's, my mate, ex- Michael, my age. Sco- Michael's schoolmate from primary school and high school, and um, he tells me about his third grandson, and Michael and Lauren are just expecting their first child, yeah, so right. dropped a little mine. bit behind, yeah. Three grandchildren at 40 years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Damn. There was a man mm. who, who got, got to work early. Well, he would have ended his kids. And then the would've... kids got to work early as yeah. well. It's, well. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we'll move. We'll say, so Beck, this is this is your first time. Obviously, a lot of these um, early episodes are probably going to be a little bit Eli-centric as well. Because, yeah. Because... Yeah. Um, to be honest, it was, he was the main reason that we started doing them. So something to have, you know, a bit of a history of your own family yeah. recorded that you can listen to at any stage. And it'd be funny how it would change because it'd be interesting to see if this does have some legs and does kick on for 15, 20 years, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just yeah. an amount of episodes over and over of things that have yeah. happened and stories told. It's pretty um, special. Yeah, it's a pretty great idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I like it. I, I'll be honest, I had an idea similar like years ago and it's just kind of never come to fruition like where i just wanted to um well it, it has because i do different podcasts i've got one where i just talk to people and get their story but the idea of just doing just a family one for family like even though it's on it's something that's a, in public domain but really this is for our family and i that's i yeah. think that's yeah. something that's underrated everyone does a podcast trying to create this big audience i don't so care if there's true. i don't care if so there's 10 true. people in our yeah. family that listen to these things yeah. like that's this is done with us for us you know so oh, no, so awesome. beck tell us about like obviously you've you've married elizabeth but um, i have married her twice actually twice so, yeah twice oh did you do like a a recommitment thing or? no we we had a ceremony um before Oh, gay marriage course. was legalized. And it was legalized, and, yeah. Um, yeah, you's, Lauren was sick, so yeah, Lauren. Um, actually, yeah. that's a fair point because Loz yeah. had like was in Very hospital. Sick. Yeah, in hospital. Gallbladder yeah, yeah, out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah. more importantly, she picked the Melbourne Cup winner that year. More importantly, that you missed right. my that's, wedding. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a different point altogether. But she was um, she was going into surgery after picking the Melbourne Cup winner. And, um, oh, because yeah, it was like November, early November. Yeah. It was yeah. actually a you know very a, a famous <laughs> day, first um, female Melbourne Cup jockey winner. 
um, on a horse paying like a hundred to one. And so Lauren's going, yeah, I'll take that. And we put but like, I just was in a lot of pain and was like, that name sounds cool. Well, it, wasn't, and it didn't have something like a, like a Pirates of Penzance or something. I wasn't I that, but it was some no musical idea, link. It was just something to keep me occupied when I was waiting to go into surgery or something <laughs> or going after surgery. I don't know. I was like, what, what are you yeah, betting on the races when you're... <laughs> yeah, well... It was, Why it not? Was, what else have you got to do to keep yeah. you her, Lauren's mum and I were in the hospital with her and yeah. she's, we've gone, come on, you pick a horse and she did all right. So we put 10 bucks on this horse. No, so it was only... So it was five bucks each way. So it wasn't that much. So, but it was a hundred to one pop. So it was yeah. like a hundred dollars for a dollar. Awesome. So yeah. we ended up making like... 800 bucks off it or something. Some ridiculous... I mean, it was anyway. the, the best punt I've ever done. <laughs> so, I, I'm not a punter at all. I'm like, just way too much about the Melbourne Cup. I know, you're right. But this thing's going to go on tangents. Uh-huh. Do you not understand how podcasts work? Yep. Clearly, not a podcast listener. Podcasts go on tangents and then we come back to the story. So, yeah. So, tell us. So, as you said, you, you got... You did your commitment ceremony or whatever the hell they were. Well, we had legal a full wedding, court. everything yeah. but legal, yeah, everything yeah. but the signing of the papers. We did that was our wedding. That's what we consider our when we got married. And then um, when it became legalized, don't ask me what year. I should know. I think it was nineteen two thousand and nineteen. We yeah had just a little, very very small, okay, like four people or something. So um, we didn't get to that legalized. one either. No. So um, <laughs> mate, we weren't literally we- Samuel and. I was going to say, like, it's a good chance, you know, you yep. knew my wife was in hospital to the first one, so good chance to make it up for us in the second one. Make it up and, for and, us. And we, still didn't. We missed it, yeah. My goodness. Oh, geez, I was going to so say, who'd I don't you know have how... at the second one? Say so what? Who'd you have at the legalised version? It was, so it was, so Samuel signed for Elizabeth right. and I had a friend of mine that I used to work with sign and Maureen and David came okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yes. nice. Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, what I was what I was getting mm. to is like obviously part of the family through marriage to Elizabeth. When mm. was a what was like the first experience of of this family that uh, that <laughs> the was first yeah your first yeah. kind of you know yeah. where you really kind of felt like you were either involved or part of the family. Yeah. Well, I, I do want to tell um, when I met you and Lauren oh, for okay. the first time. Um, so I had. I was down, living down in Melbourne and I'd come up and see Elizabeth, you know, every maybe month or every six weeks. We had a little thing, we'd see each other um, and just catch up. I'd come up to Sydney and my flight got cancelled one night and it was state of origin and I had, you know, I hadn't had anything booked and Elizabeth's like, well, just come over, you know, come and stay in my place for the night and I, mm. I, had, a, I had the flight the next day. And um, But she didn't tell me it was state of origin. So on the way, <laughs> she's like, oh, I've got you know, all my family, a house full of people over. And I'm like really shy, right? Yeah, like yeah. I've come out of my shell a bit, you know, over the years, but like I'm like freaking out. I'm not ready to meet any family. <laughs> <laughs> had no idea like, you know, who was there. Anyway, so I remember um, like Lauren and Liv, you were you were there and you're just like, you know, super cool and welcoming oh, and, you yeah. know, yeah. We went to Kmart that night. That's, that's a separate story. I'm glad that's but, the way the story went. Yeah. It was like, and you <laughs> – were straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I was trying to remember. The but Michael, one. you were drunk. Oh, right already. Yeah, origin. Yeah. I don't. I don't drink Eli. If you were yeah. uh, listening to this, yeah. uh, no. things have changed a lot since those days. Um, yeah, yeah. No. No. no I, you'd I, had a, you'd I, had I a few. You'd had a few. It. Origin nights were. And Elizabeth yeah. introduced us, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah. yeah Mike, and you, you kind of like we're polite and you know that." Like, 
And there was some, I can't, it might, might have been Samuel, a couple of other guys hanging around. And so we got talking and then all of a sudden you've chimed in and just pointed at me. <laughs> you looked me straight in the eye. Right? And there is backstory to this, Eli, but oh, don't worry about it. Just, just tell but, the story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to wear my... Uh, my moments. Yeah, you, you, you've, you've interrupted whatever conversation's going on and um, you look me in the eye and point it and you're like, if you ever turn into a guy, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, <laughs> there is backstory oh, behind right, that. Okay. And you had me. Oh, at, that's hysterical. Yeah, punch you knew, in the face. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the context of that is, yeah, oh, look, uh, we won't get into that, yeah. but um, that's yeah. not for a podcasting. Yeah. But it's we're on the same page Anyway, like you I know, appreciated that, and I understood it. We're on the same and, page. Um, I think we've been tight ever since. That's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, what I love about the most about your relationship with Elizabeth is that for me, Elizabeth's like an older sister. Like, mm, and yeah. there's only yep. four years difference between us. But I was always little Mikey, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. when I found out that I was older than you, not by a lot. Four, like, days. Like four, four days, four days, like four days, and then like, I was like, "Oh, mate, yep. you know you, you know you, you know your girlfriend's <laughs> younger than me," and I was like, "Oh, it was just a joy." That was a legitimate thing, though. Of course, that, it was a mental block for her. She's like, "Oh my so god, funny." Yeah. Of course, it was, and like yeah. the laugh that, like you know. If you had been around earlier, that we would have been in like the similar youth groups and stuff, and yeah. we would have oh, been the ones yeah. causing trouble, and we would yeah. have been best mates yeah. even then, because we got yep. realistically, we're kind of we've got some similar we traits do. and similar interests, and we do like, and I've like you know, it's been it's been a pleasure the whole time. Like yeah. it's good to have someone because I was the younger one of yep. that group of cousins. Yeah, like copy, yeah. Jace is a year and a half older than me. Um, you know. Elizabeth's four years. Elizabeth's brother Dave's like three years or something. So yeah, like, yep. and then Andrew was another four years younger than me. So he was the baby, but I was little Mikey kind mm. of thing. Like, yeah. and it's um yeah. So that was yeah. that was really funny, yeah. and I still like to play that up. Cause yeah. But age is funny with Elizabeth because when I got together with Elia, I didn't actually know her age and didn't bother to ask for quite a long time, and Elizabeth wanted to know. <clears throat> So I said she was, whatever the age was at the time, I, I gave her an age that I think was about four years older than Elizabeth. And Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth was shocked and horrified that Uncle Errol could be going out with someone that's about her age group, you know. That's so funny. See, that was so funny. But um, That's so I funny. I remember that Kmart trip. We were like being buying random stuff and giggling and those, taking photos. Yeah. What were those, um, you know, the blowy things, the... Fluorescent. <laughs> you need to I was gonna say. <laughs> you need to put more explanation in this. No one's looking. I'm doing hand actions, but that uh, hand action which, is not. I'll be honest. Aren't better. You blow and the bubble comes out. The blowers, you know. That's the, like it's bubbles. Uh, we won't describe the hand actions. That's a bubble wand. Speaking of hand actions, did you want to talk about camping and articulate? I knew that was going to come up. No, I do not. No, let's uh, <laughs> let's walk away from that one. But we'll we've remember. had some fun playing board games. Yeah, yeah, especially do you love a good game, especially camping. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to talk like the next memory. We um, I I secretly recorded you just singing "Hey" uh, just before, oh. and um, she doesn't even just realizing that I've done it. Now we were singing to my boy earlier, and I've just gone. Eh. Record, <laughs> and uh, I'll send that to Elizabeth later. She'll nice. enjoy that. But um, yeah, okay. The karaoke 
the karaoke. You're talking about days when I'd been on been drinking. Yeah. Like this is yeah, yeah. You and Lauren's famous karaoke yeah. night at the yeah. Harrisons yeah. in Canberra was, was something special. Yeah. And that was my second big introduction to because that was my first time away. Like in Canberra, couldn't escape Drive yeah. up with Jason Wing in the car. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Um, yep. so there's family, and then there's family adjacent. <laughs> Jason Wing is family yeah. adjacent, yep. so he's yep. a, he's, a, he's a good guy. Um, happy to have him on at some yeah. stage too. But um, yeah, no, for sure. So like, I was super nervous to um, yeah meet and hang out. It was Tam's um, Viking party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was for her fortieth, but I think it was like a year later. No, hang on. No, it wasn't. No, it was. Oh no! Was no, it? sorry. Sorry, Tam. <laughs> sorry. Thirtieth. No, just jeez. No. I was like, her fortieth was like, like two years ago. Years ago. I was like, oh, it was a big only... O birthday. No. Th- no. Tam's only Tam's only two years older than me. I know oh, that. No, it just feels sorry. like it was. Sorry. Feels like that. it was Tam's recently, only... and it was like actually a long time ago. Sorry, it was two years ago. Sorry, Tam's yeah. only six months older than me. Yeah. Right. Right. So it was Jeez. like, this yeah. is 12 years ago going on, 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah, crazy. That puts that's, it that's into perspective. What I mean. I'm just like, oh, wow, it yeah. was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. It was a big night too. Mm. That was yeah. such a cracking yeah. fun one. We went Eli. to that restaurant. I know yeah. you want to participate, but <laughs> not like this. <laughs> He's like, I need to be part of the show. I need attention. You guys are... T- <laughs> So I, I reckon this is going to be a real common theme, having baby sounds in the yeah, background of the sure. podcast to start off with. I'm, oh, I'm okay boy. with it. Oh, Eli. <laughs> That's that boy. So, Beck, when did you find out that once anyone joins this family, there's no way out? <laughs> <laughs> and you get made to do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> when did I find out? Oh, gee. That's a hard question. Well, I, I, she's still, she's still trying very, to figure I'm, out a way, I'm so she hasn't uh, quite got it yet. She's just I'm like, very independent. Let's just yeah. confirm there is no way out. Is- <laughs> we'll confirm that now, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so, it's all good. All right, so... Oh, that poor boy. There is There are plenty in the Jason wing category who aren't actually married to any members of the family, but they're still part of the family and there's yeah. no way out. Yeah. So. No, that's yep. it. I like that's it. it. I like it. Um, all right, so I'm going to go back. Look, Dad, we've talked to Beck for a little bit. Let's um, let's get to the way, you know, we were as we've just got animals in the background here that I'm sure you can hear. Like these, these, these podcasts are going to be a bit of a rabble as far as professionalism goes. But you know what? They don't have to be professional. It's all good. Um, Reality. I want you to tell us about. I want you to tell us about kind of growing up out at Hoxton Park like how did you come to because before that we we're west kind of western Sydney people been around there like how long you've have you been in western Sydney your whole life or no I was actually born out of Waverley which is the eastern suburbs um Howard was telling me a little bit about that house recently which is not that long ago being knocked down and converted into something much bigger and then we this is to do with Dad's work. They sold that place and moved to Nowra for nearly three years, where Peter was born. Um, so Nowra being about 100 miles, about 150 kilometres south of Sydney. And then we came back to Newtown, where um, Dad pastored the uh, church there in Newtown, and we lived, um, shared the house with uh, my grandmother and Auntie June and Maureen. 
and then we and then they moved to Liverpool, and that's okay. I was six years old. Right. And so. So um, what year was that? So I lived in that house until I got married in uh, twenty two. So that was nineteen sixty two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was November sixty two. I'd just turned six, and uh, we lived in that house um, until I got married. And uh, that was Nan's house until mm. she passed away. So um, the centre of a lot of activities. Uh, but then when I got married, we had a unit in Cabramatta for a year. Then we had a unit in uh, Sadlia for a couple of years, which was actually uh, we're holding on to it for other members of the family. Were these just rentals at the time or when did you...? They were, and then we bought a place in Mount Pritchard, um, and sold it about 20 months later when I got a promotion and a big loan and we moved out to Hoxton Park. And yeah, that's and now, where we were. Now, Hoxton Park is basically my childhood home, home even though yeah. I was, what, four years, four, three? You were three. Three yeah. years old when we moved out there and Andrew was born a little bit... He was born at Hoxton Park, wasn't he? No, he we, we'd exchanged contracts well before he was born and we hoped to be in the house, but we had he was in the old house for two weeks before we actually were able to move in. Settlement in those days used to take forever. So yeah, so you were you were three and a half, Mm. bit more, Mm. and he was that age. And then uh, when we moved there, uh, Dennis, who at that stage hadn't married Roz yet, um, and he had a job just across the hill from us at Hoxton Park. Uh, So Elizabeth and David were there, and that's how you and Elizabeth and David Mm. and. Andrew when he went to school and and because Jason as well, yeah, all went to school from that house. Yeah, that's right. Cool. To and from that and house. That's I'll be honest. That is the reason that you know we've all been so tight for so long. Is even though Jason and Elizabeth are on opposite sides of the family, like we've just done stuff together for so long. Um, yeah, yeah mm. like and but. It started there, like with David and Elizabeth and Jason and myself and obviously Andrew being younger. We're just talking about how Andrew was the baby because he's, um, like I said, he's almost four years younger than I am. And um, so I was the little one, but I wasn't the baby. Um, But yeah, like the reason I wanted to kind of bring that up, Hoxton Park is three acres. So it it was basically a hobby farm. Like it's, you know back paddocks and a, a dam and like... And, and a gate onto always... a property behind that was 3,700 acres, 40 kilometres from the centre of the city of Sydney, um, almost unable to be found that these days. Um, but Jason, of course, that was his home um, from the time he was 15 and it, when he went off on overseas service, that's the home he came back to. Um, and... He and Tam moved in there when they were first together, and um, so that was you know that was their home until they got their own home. Mm. Um, and uh, so, but he had also lived with us a couple of times with his with his mum. Uh, oh yeah, well I a think, couple of occasions I think I probably us. spent up but before we were eighteen. I spent more time living with Jason than I didn't, I'd imagine. There would have been a couple of years in there, different sides of it. And I mean, obviously, Jason and I are super tight and always have been so much so that I, you know, named my son after him. Well, middle name is yeah. named after mm-hmm. him. So I, 
um, that's where that comes. That, that's where that comes from, Eli. So, um, but I'm sure you know that by now. Um, yeah. So, like, and but we obviously grow. He was like, he's like an older brother to me. Like, he, I don't even consider him like a cousin. Like, yeah. But it's the same as Elizabeth and David too. Like, they were basically more like older, and older siblings because yeah. mm. we literally they would come home um, before school. Like, we. They'd come over in the morning, basically as I was getting up in the morning, um, we'd go to school together, come back from school, and then parents would pick them up in the evening. You know, yeah, swimming in the pool, playing on the trampoline, climbing the trees. That's yeah. All that. And it was such a, such a great property for that because, like I said, it was three acres and it's a, it was a great way to grow up. But um, Picking and eating mulberries and all that. Yeah, All do you remember things. when the doctor told me that he thought like I, I was allergic to mulberries? That was such a you know correlation equals causation rubbish. Like, mm. there's I've never been allergic to mulberries. I think I had, I might have had some mulberries, and at this, around the same time, I broke out in some rash, and thinking, oh, you're clearly allergic to mulberries. <laughs> it's like, no, I've been eating them for a long time, and I've now eaten them <laughs> since. But it's telling me I'm allergic to mulberries. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, anyway, mulberries are delicious. We had a mulberry tree. I oh, know. Um, Elizabeth told me many, many stories about you guys growing up. Love yeah. the mulberry tree because yeah. we literally just walk up and pick the mulberries off the tree. Yeah. Actually, I'd, yeah, I'd love to have a mulberry tree. I'd, um, We've actually got one. Have you really? Roseanne's. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, no wonder yeah. it's, it's come up. But I, I don't think I've got the... Um, I don't want any more trees in this this house, though. No. But I mean, if I could replace one and make it a mulberry tree, actually, they mm. they make a mess too with the birds yeah, on your yeah. car, and no. they make no. a mess because no. they um, the red mm. like when they get squished. Mm. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm I've now changed my mind completely on that <laughs> idea. But um, but those mulberry trees, the mulberry tree at your place, tree, so you if it was to grow to the size of the one at our place, mm. you'd be um, you wouldn't have a pool left, and you wouldn't have a driveway. Wow, um, wow, it was yeah. that big, you yeah. know. Mm. Um, the kids could climb up into it. You know, I think that had died way. by the time we had left, though. Yeah, I think so. I think pa- it had... part of it had died off. Yeah, yeah. it's certainly not as big. But um, the the thing is, though, that um, but even with with Tamara, I mean, long before she and Jason got together, and I mean, as a, an uncle, you look at them and you you see there was always a little sweetness between them yeah, from the time oh, they were, sure. I don't know, fourteen or whatever. Yeah. But. Um, she was she was part of the family well, out there. Well, Elizabeth and I kind of claimed that relationship before it happened as well. We used to talk about it as if that was going to be the relationship. And we had another one as well, which I won't mention because it didn't happen. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave that one be. But... Um, Very diplomatic of you to do that. Yes. Um, it's uh, But yeah, like... But we, we kind of called that well before it happened and when it eventually did it was always it was always on but you're right yeah Tam's just been like around and one of like one of the dumbest stories ever but I love it and this is Elizabeth and I Elizabeth eccentrics are a good way to describe Elizabeth at times but I think that rubs (laughs) off on a a few of us in this family Um, I'm kind of the same but um, Elizabeth and I are walking down the street we're walking from our nan's house to the shops and we see someone about Tam's age, long hair, kind of like Tam. And um, Elizabeth goes, I think that's Tamara. 
And I'm like, I, I don't think it is. She goes, no, I think it is. And I go, no, no, I don't think it is. And then we kind of got a little bit closer. We go, oh, no, I, I, I can see that it isn't. She, oh, no, because she goes, oh, I'm going to call out to her. I've gone, it's not her. And she goes, okay. And she got, yeah. kind of walks apart, walk, gets a bit closer. And goes, oh, yeah, I, I can see that it's not Tamara. He goes, I'm going to call out anyway. <laughs> so she's, Tamara. I was like, you saw that it wasn't her and she still called out to her. And I was like, I think she just had it in her head that she had to call out to Tamara. And it How old were you guys? Oh, I would have been... Four, 13 or 14, which would have made Elizabeth like 16, 17. Like, it was, yeah. oh, it was one of the, like, just had this idea in her mind that she wanted to call out to Tamara, even though it wasn't Tamara. Or maybe she thought by some miracle she hadn't seen properly and it was. And, yeah. Oh, hysterical, Aww. hysterical. But, um, yeah, so back to, back to the farm, like back to growing, what, what, was the lifestyle of a of a farm something that you were kind of chasing? Yeah, well, when even when I was a boy, I was always interested in gardening and farming and so on. And so I, I was really happy when the the opportunity came up to go to the agricultural high school, and that kind of established in me. Uh, also, I saw the properties outside of Liverpool, you know, the the um, hobby farms and, and the small farms, you know, the small chicken farms and pig farms and so on. Um, and, and uh, you know, tomato farms and so on. I always thought, gee, that's what I'd like to do. Um, we visited a few people's places over the years and when we got the opportunity, it was just um, ideal. I mean, the house was nice. It had been recently extended. The, they had four stables. We had good paddocks. We had um, feed sheds. We had mm. a huge barn, which we ended up converting into a, a, a youth and party yeah. venue. Yeah. Um, and uh, we also, we had bonfires out there and they were just classic. So, uh, and that's where, you know, people like, well, Jason and his friends and you guys and your friends and Tamara and her friends all used to come out. Um, oh, massive social scene. And it was really just, social. Know, hot bananas and, and what do you call those things on toasted? Um, <laughs> oh, the, uh, the Errol them. snacks were the yeah. best. Like, um, would like... Towers of Raisin Toast. We actually almost called this podcast, I think we mentioned it last mm. time, Loz, we almost called it the... Um, TCT. Tea, coffee and toast. TCT podcast, which was right. Tea, Coffee and Toast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because of the the monumental um, impact that having tea and toast with this family has, except I don't drink tea anymore, so which is... I think but one of my greatest with coffee. Dis- disappointments. When did you ever? Oh, I drank tea when I was really? little. Oh, yeah. Like, never seen you drink tea. That's because I was off it before you Because the special along. cup of tea was always the thing. A bit of, right. Yeah, the special cup of tea, which I believe was was just a little bit of brown sugar instead of... Was yeah, that brown difference? sugar to make it look brown. The tiniest drop of tea. Yeah, um, so it's just a sweet milk, milk drink with Two-thirds sugar. milk, a third at best hot water, and then couple of spoons of brown sugar the dark brown so it would actually turn a bit brown so it looked mm. like tea <laughs> and that's what it was it was a sweet drink and nice. it yeah. went down really well with generations yeah the special cup of tea Maya was, still talks about was it was known yeah. about yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 now and she's my other my other favourite as far as um, things that were better out there was the farm water um, well that was with Jason Jason wouldn't drink water he had to drink coke or milk or something like that 
And so there he was, what, four years old, five years old maybe, and he comes out to the farm and we're, you know, having a great time already. And um, so that's what it was, you know, pulled a glass out. Look, this is farm water. Put it up. Amazingly, he didn't like water, but farm water was wonderful. Yeah. And so I, I love the story because that was at a stage where they weren't living with us. He was with his mum and the story yep. goes that they to get him to drink more water at home, yeah. they'd say they'd put it in just a jug in the fridge and say, oh, no, this has come from the farm. So this mm. is farm, farm water for water. you. I so, love that. That's awesome. So they tricked Jason. Because they take the two-litre bottles back, you know, fill, yeah. fill with our water. And, yeah. of course, when he wasn't watching, they just fill it from the tap. Just fill tap. it from the tap. That's <laughs> right. go, no, no, farm water. <laughs> I love it. I love awesome. it. Absolutely great. But, yeah, that that's, um, yeah, under... Like, but I, let's kind of before... Like, growing up there, like, was... I can't... There's things like... I kind of remember it being rather kind of run down by the end because yeah. we we knew it was going to go... We knew it was going to be completely demolished. I didn't quite realise how much it was going to be demolished. Yeah. But every every tree on the property, every um, animal we'd buried, the dams and everything like that were, de- were demolished and <laughs> excavated to a depth of 10 metres. Yeah. Uh, and they put a bridge and a water retention basin in there. And uh, I'm curious so how you reacted the first time. I mean, it would have been like what your reaction would have been the first time that it like seriously rained, and you had that because we the back part of our it was like a it was a flood zone, mm. but it was never in the house. No, like I, I actually wonder how that would have handled. You know, some of these storms in recent years i wonder if it would have well i can been... tell you that while we were out there 1987 and 89 we had the two biggest floods that sydney has, has seen in 100 years they were both one in 100 year floods mm. and um it was just constant rain uh and because it's hoxton park is high up you know so when you where you've got the little creeks and so on where they'd get uh the, the water would get held up then you then it would flood yeah. um and in fact recently i think the the church on Hoxton Park Road, Inspiration Church or whatever it's called now, um, that had all been, uh, that always used to flood. But then they built up by about a metre or so and it hasn't flooded since. But, the, you know, with all the stormwater channels and that, they're built with all the new housing out there, the water gets away. Mm. But um, with our place, look, it, it, you used to have a water coming off our dam and the one next door and you could walk through as much as 50 metres, but the never more than about 20 metres of water, but it would never come up to more than an, an, an adult's, um, just above your ankles. I thought it would have been a little bit more than that because I remember, like, because you know how they say don't play in floodwaters. We yeah. definitely played in floodwaters. <laughs> but, um, like, yeah. the I, the backyard, like I said, next door, mm. there was a big, a big dam. Yeah. And then there was ours, and then there was a little one later on. I think they actually made that dam yeah, later on, the didn't they? The one on the yeah. other property. Yeah. But our property, literally, the backyard where it would flood was all downhill. Mm. And it was like it wasn't a, a super big hill. It was like flat enough to walk and even play footy on if you wanted to. But it was. But when it was, when it was really flooding, oh, you guys were able darling. to get your little. Um, Surfboards out. You, yeah. uh, what do you call the small surfboards? Little surf- body boards. Body boards. Body boards. And you're actually able to um, 
Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Even though, like you said, it's kind of ankles, I would have thought it would have been a little bit bigger than that to actually... And you could do about 10 metres, you know, where the dam overflowed. Yeah. But it was never running that fast because it spread out so wide. In, oh, okay. in in the in the mean, I know there were certain there quickly, spots but, that were especially yeah. towards one end, and you had to actually. Cause I remember you having to be careful because, like, towards the the barrier of the property, we had and like all the fences were literally just a little bit of wire, old barbed wire, wire fence yeah, with barbed wire, barbed wire on the top, yeah. and you know just to separate because you know, and there was easy throughs and gates from every property as well. Like, even though you had your next door neighbours there, you'd still have a gate from your property to their property. Yeah. Um, but I remember down towards the bottom part, it filled up and there was actually almost a channel there right on the end, right near the fence line. So you could actually get like a nice bit of speed and stuff and cruise down there. But then you had to be careful because you'd like go straight into the, the fence. Yeah. Uh, so... But it was like, oh, it was, but it was such good fun. Like, and yeah, like that. So I'm just curious, like, because you wouldn't have been aware of that kind of thing when you bought the place. Would that have... We actually were because we went out there. We just um, maybe put a deposit down and it rained really heavily. And we went out and the, and the people, the Elliots that were there, um, we came out to see the property and they were a bit worried we'd... Um, See the see the water running through the backyard, and uh, I just saw that and thought that's fine. You know, yeah. if, if this is what it's like. So we actually saw it. It rained in, say, August, nineteen eighty four. We had a fair bit of rain, and and the dams overflowed and stuff. And we went up and had a look, had a walk around, and and, and said, you know, this is this is great. You know, this is fine. We could see that the house where the house and the barn were, they were all on higher ground, only Sorry, about half a meter higher. But we're just going to um. We're just going to have a quick pause. I'll stop it there, and then we'll start again in a sec. It's hard to imagine now that so you know, we're just going to rolling hills. We're just going to jump straight back in, like Loz yeah. is just going to change change Eli. Um, yeah, and so yeah, you were just saying you went and saw the property and had the saw the water, and you're like, "That's cool with us," like because yeah. yeah. it was never really anywhere near the house, was it? Like it didn't. Like, no, it, and because what again, I used to do, the house was on a flatter. Yeah. area as well like it was because it was three acres like yeah. it was significant like if you remember at one end of the house you had five steps up to the to our bed to, to the veranda yeah right? yeah but at the other sure. end it was like half a step or yeah. one step you know yeah. so um but what i used to do around some of those sheds is whenever it rained i'd get out there with the hoe and just dig it out because that's the, a the, terrible name for your wife by the, the way because <laughs> the maddock <laughs> I used to get out with the mattock and, and just, just dig it away because, you know, the grass would grow up and refill and so on. So um, there was just around around the uh, the granny flat and the house down one side and, and even with the sheds out the back and so on, you just go out, dig the channel, redig the channel and then, you know, while it was all soft and wet and some of the dirt would wash away and that would be the way it would work. So, But it was, it was a terrific property. It was just... Um, you know, all the front properties uh, were protected from the water because when they d- divided the properties, they'd actually, one of our paddocks had no soil on it because they'd put a bulldozer across and pushed it up to put an embankment about half a metre high and about a metre higher than the, the gutter in the road. Mm. So all the water out the front coming off neighbours' dams and so on, when it was really heavy rain, would just run straight down and past our property. Yeah. And out through the, um, behind the neighbours' property, across the neighbours' property and so on, so... It was terrific so far as water was concerned. It was never a concern with the house. 
No. And it was never a danger, as you said. It was always kind of a low-level, easy enough to manage. And it's not like you were getting washed away anywhere. Like I said, the worst of it could have been if you got washed into a a fence. And I'll be honest, you weren't kind of hitting the wire part of it anyway. You were probably... It was probably just... Hitting the low bit, yeah. Yeah. But um, no, that was great. But like having a property like that, like... And just to be honest, not just that property, but living in Hoxton Park, Mm. where it really was still country yeah like it really on, on the outskirts of sydney and i know you were traveling to the city for work at the time but mm. that was like a 40 minute drive or something back in the day before sydney was like i think ridiculous. even in the early days it was like 55 minutes going in in the morning but i used to drive in so i'd get to work at about quarter past nine um because we'd always finish late anyway so i'd miss some of that worst traffic all the way in really um and then on the way home, it used to take me 45 minutes. Uh, and then it just got longer and longer. And by the end, it was an hour and 40 getting in in the morning. Um, when they did extended the M5 and the M7, I could probably do it in 40 minutes again if I left work at 7 o'clock at night. You know, the yeah, traffic yeah. cleared. But, um, uh, but that's, you know. And they put the M7 in within a kilometre of our place, um, just alongside the old airstrip that was there. Um, they put that in and it opened about 12 months, I think, before we moved out. So, and so all of a sudden, the trip that used to be up to Uncle Peter's place at Taree, when we first moved up there, used to take us four and a hours and five minutes of driving. So, we'd put the kids in the car when they were ready to go to sleep <laughs> and uh, strap them in and they'd go to sleep while we drove up there. And gradually, they removed a lot of the, um, you know, the bad curves, put a bit of highways in. And just before we left and when they opened the M7, we could do it in three hours, 25 minutes. That's a lot of mm. same trip, 40 minutes less of driving was huge. Then we moved to Oatley where it then took us. There's um, there's so many more stories I think we could tell about just growing up on that property. And I think I might save a few of them for um, maybe when we can get like Jason in as well and or yeah, Elizabeth or, yeah. you know, anyone else who... Uh, uh, or David or anyone who kind of was a big part of it. But um, yeah, like from from being a little kid out there, it was magic to being a teenager out there was magic as well. And even, you know, even as a young man, like I, I loved that we left in, what, 2007, mm. um, which would have made me, what, 26. Um, but I'd, like I'd, moved to Melbourne and Canberra. I'd been yeah. to Melbourne and Canberra in since at that stage. But um that was always the home. That was always the place yeah. to come home, you know, even though Mum had a place um and then but that was the one that was like that solid yeah. thing. And I, I look I love that. I love that idea of having that family home that was just it. And it would, I actually have no doubt if not for um if not for of what do you call it redevelopments yeah, and all that yeah. I'd still we'd still be there oh yeah it's a yeah. shame that like that after a certain time we didn't actually own the property anymore but we just stayed there and looked after it forever and in until the day it was no one lived in it yep. after us and we were there for what like you said from to say 1984 yeah to 2007 and we moved out on I think it was the Sunday we had to be out 
And on the Tuesday, there was no house there. The sheds had all been bulldozed. The dam had been bulldozed. You know? Yeah. Um, and I didn't go back from the day I drove out for two years. And I was a bit shocked, actually, when I mm. went out and stood up the back and looked at... But it's one of those property. places that, because of the size of it and because of the social scene of it and all that kind of stuff, everyone was always welcome there. Yeah. Um, and it's like it, Nan's house was exactly the same. It was never the same size, hmm. but there's something about having that base where, like, I know so many people that are, you know, outside of the family or family adjacent, as we like to say, yeah. that have the same fond memories of that place as we did. Like, it's hmm. just. And the number of people that. Well, even lived there. There's quite a few people that lived there for a, for a, even a short period. Yeah. But those who you know stayed overnight and stuff like that, camped out, slept out, sort of stuff like that. There'd be there'd be hundreds, I guess. Oh, so that many it, that had actually stayed over, you know, at different times. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I, I look forward to getting back to that because yeah, that was mm-hmm. a, a whole thing living with you know living with animals, living with you know. Um, well, we always had at least two our cats pets, and two dogs. Living with our pets, living with yeah. the not our pets and the, the snakes and lizards and, and, yeah. and horses and chickens and pigeons and like, oh, like there's so and you can tell it like a different story about pretty much every single one of those animals going yeah. around. Goats, so yeah. yeah, goats far out, far out, all at different times and and all, the rooster yeah. and the rooster. Yeah, I, we still have a laugh about that. Was the one when I came back from Canberra, I'd moved back from Canberra and they had inherited this rooster that used to, I like used to live in the granny flat when I came back from Canberra, mm. which was fantastic by the way too. But um, I, I'd come back and this rooster would literally at crack of dawn, not only, that, that's fine, mm. but go and do it over in the hen house. Go and do it. It used to come up to my door <laughs> And and do a, a nice big um big uh what a crow or whatever yeah crow yeah, cock a little yeah but he'd, he'd but sit on crow. the concrete and crow into what in, in, you know cock a doodle into what was actually you had the house the the um the outside loo and the um uh, granny flat all forming a little kind of concave with a roof over the top so it would echo. You know, yeah. So oh, but he walked up to my door and did it. Yeah. But literally, what what got me the most is I'd come outside half asleep, fuming, <laughs> chase him halfway across the <laughs> the backyard, go back to bed, only for five minutes later to be oh, for me back. back on my doorstep oh. and doing it again. Like, yeah. yeah um, and he soon learned that he was faster than you. Yeah, he certainly was. <laughs> certainly had my number. Um, yes. All right. So, look. If he wasn't, he wouldn't have lived to tell the tale. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's yeah. a fair point. Uh, no, I look. I don't think I had it in me to to kill a chicken. It's uh, it's funny though, considering you know these days, quite happy to go fishing and spearfish and all that kind of stuff. But at the time, I don't think I was uh, quite in the place to. I, I think, mate, look, if you got to eat, if we got to eat, I would. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, all right, so. Enough about the house. That's I. I do think we'll come back to that because, as you said, there's so many stories just based out of that play, that property at Hoxton Park. Um, but Beck, I'm gonna. I want to talk camping. 
Like camping, okay. camping's such a big deal for this family. Yep. In fact, for our fortieth, yes, like, which was last year, yeah. we did a um, we did a camping trip to a place called um, Booty Booty National Park, which is at Foster. Which I'll be honest, I think kind of became a little bit of the standard. Like for the family, we kind of it was kind of the new one. Okay. So we've just had a quick interruption there. Lauren's uh Lauren's out of the podcast for the rest of this for the rest of the pod from here on. But um, she's just putting Eli to sleep because he does not want to sleep. He wants to play. So I guess they're gonna have a bit of play time before he talk. goes to sleep. Yeah. But um, yeah. So camping, we we spent. Yeah. We did a bit of a combined fortieth thing. Yep. Um, which for me was a blast. That was, that was such amazing. a cracking camping trip. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah, we um, so we went up and just trying to think, oh, because there were it, it had its downfalls. Like it's it's funny because this leeches. place, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this place isn't like known for leeches or anything, but yeah. it, the weather had been really wet mm-hmm. leading up. We'd actually yeah. had a really wet summer. And actually, not as bad as like the most recent one, but um, it was. Yeah. But it had been really wet, and I was like, "Oh no, this is going to be terrible." But we'd booked our site and we'd booked the spot, and when we got there, it was really soft underfoot, like and a bit muddy and a, a bit gross. But then the sun had come out mm. and kind of yeah. dro- dried it all up, and yeah. like Jason and I've both gotten camper trailers recently, like wind up camper trailers, the Jacos. Um, I can never go back to tents, by the way. I can <laughs> never go back to tents. It's just too easy. And I'll be honest, camp, as much as I've loved camping over the years, it's always been more about location than being in a tent. Yeah. Like, yeah. tents are so hard to deal with in and out. And they, they can be fun, but they're not... Mm. I'd rather a bit of comfort, a nice bed, off the ground, cooking stuff already inside, ready to go. You can cook outside if you need to, if you want to do that set up too. But I, so we were good because once we, we put a thing, we put like a little mat down on the floor, which was kind of squishy to walk on. And the leeches, these tiny little leeches. They were small, They weren't thin, big. They're really tiny little ones, things. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anyone actually had one on them, attached yeah. to them at any stage. Like, but we basically did a leech clearing every morning because they'd like make their way through yeah. the little mat and we'd just go up and like clear them all yeah. off. But yeah. I don't think anyone actually had to get rid of one. Yeah. Not on their skin. Like, no. Not, not attached. Yeah. No. Maybe clothes, but not, yeah, not yeah, yeah. on their skin. But, it was, yeah. but the weather was actually beautiful. Yeah. It was actually, well, it cleared up the next day after we got there. Yeah. Because it it's such a lovely spot. Mm. Like... Between walking over to the lake where the sunset is, yeah, it's yeah. just incredible. Yeah, I got some really nice spot. photos there too. But um, I know on my fortieth, like you know, we went down to the beach and we're having a whiskey and like with me, Sam, Jace, yeah. and Aaron, yeah. and yeah. like it. It was just magic. It was honestly, I can't think of a a better way to have spent. Yeah, a fortieth because yep. it was my official it was on your 40th. birthday. I wasn't had it, it like yeah, yeah. Yours yeah. wasn't like we kind of did a bit of a combination camping, mm. but yours didn't fall until after you went back four home. days later. And I know that you <laughs> did. Oh no, you didn't end up doing a party because of we're going to do a big Mexican pool what party. Happened to that? Um, COVID was it? COVID yeah, it was COVID. That? So how did? Yep. 
when were you? When was that due to happen? Like, so it was going to be on my birthday on the fourteenth. Year and a half ago. So. Yeah. yeah. So um, we got second COVID down. Yeah. So it changed. It. I don't know what month. Maybe early December. I sent the invitations out. Everything was fine. And in a matter of weeks, it went to. Um, you could have twenty five. Right. At a time or something like that, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And so I was going to break it up in two different sessions, yep. like have a kind of morning in Arvo, and then um, I think it was by the time we went camping, it went down to five people in your house, yeah. and in then your it was house, like, but camping was okay. Camping it was, was like fine. outdoor rules, yeah. and they had all those. Yeah, we kind of talked about the. Um, Lauren and I talked about exactly what the pandemic was because I mean, right, if you're yeah. listening to this in. 15 years yeah absolutely you don't know what, yeah. like it really is a massive point of history that yeah. kind of took the covid took the world hostage for yeah, two years absolutely and it was yeah. funny because because it really 2020 is when it really kicked off but um it was funny because before that we had these devastating bushfires in the country yeah well um yeah. and you think mm. wow can't get any worse than that. No. And then COVID shuts down not yeah. just this country but the world International. for a couple of years. Tra- travel, mm. tourism, business, well, yeah. Yeah, Lauren and I had this plan to, like, and we bo- we'd booked it already to go back to Vanuatu because we love that place and we will yep. continue to go there. And I'm hoping Eli gets a chance to go there multiple times yep. over his life. Um, and then he can go out and find his own when he gets old enough, like whatever he wants to do. But... Um, yeah, I just it was it was such a big thing. But that anyway, back mm. to the trip. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a it was a magic yeah. trip. I know yeah. I made us those those magic shirts. They were the best. I still got mine. <laughs> I know you haven't got yours because yours kind of. Was, I've got mine. It's in my cupboard, it. but no one can see it. Yeah, basically. you need to um, yeah. get a, a, a marker and get rid of the inappropriate yeah. stuff. Like there was. <laughs> Some inappropriate messages, but that's uh, you know, teenagers, By a year old, teenagers yeah. may be responsible yeah. for, and yeah. Um, yeah so it was, it was awesome to be part of something. It, it was, was so like good, just with you. Remember, like we had the shirts because I, yeah. I got the two shirts, and they're yeah. like these like orangey, peachy Hawaiian yeah. shirts. Yeah, um, and um, <laughs> yeah, like basically, I got them there to basically for us to wear like these like these matching well oversized shirts yeah. I were like triple XL or something I got yeah. I did that on purpose yeah. I wanted them nice and big um, they were and just dodgy and daggy oh so and, bad and awesome, so bad awesome, but I loved though. it like yeah. I loved yeah. the fact that yeah. like yeah. we had that as our 40th because yeah. I what I wrote on the like I started writing on it and it was like 40th birthday weekend or for a camping trip or something like that and um did we have like? Did I put nicknames on them? I think I can't. Did I write T Bex? I, I can't. I feel remember. like you gave it to me with something on it. Yeah, I, I, I definitely yeah, gave it to yeah. you with something yeah. on it, but um, I just couldn't remember what it was. But yeah, these matching shirts, and I've like I've still got mine just hanging out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, because uh, but I, I, you know, that was because we ended up cutting the sleeves yeah, off as that's well. It. And we had to. Yeah, Elizabeth did it. Yeah, she cut yeah. them with the scissors. That was yeah. so good. Yeah. It, was, it was such yeah. a blast, and yeah. I, I don't think that shirt could be worn again. Um, I mean, not even because of the messages. I just think what it went through that yeah, weekend yeah. is probably enough for a lifetime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stains. Yeah. Alcohol, but that, dirt. Yeah. But we've like, you know, got a history mm. of camping between um, like Booty Booty in more recent times. But as family, mm. like we used to just go down to Wee Jasper, you know, probably 
three or four times a year, I'd imagine. Yeah. Like, how many did you? I know you were there at least, at least only one. only went there once, but that was my first proper camping trip in my life. Yeah, like, really. I've been like with school and things, but actually on a campsite in a tent. Um, yeah, that was my first experience. Yeah, so okay. And and whole, how did you find that? Look, I was chasing skirt. It was fine. Sorry, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's, uh, that reminds me of um, that's uh, that reminds me of Sam's twenty first. Do you right. remember my speech at Sam's twenty first? Yeah. Okay. So so yep. The the speech goes that um, I um, I I talked about how I had a lot to do with Sam growing up, yep, and I was yep. like. You know, I taught him to play footy. I, I taught him, um, I can't remember, but I like I said, I've done all this stuff with him. I'd like to think I've influenced him a lot, lot of ways. And I go, I'd like to, I'd like to say I taught him how to chase girls, but I think his mum did that. <laughs> That's right. And um, I it got this big laugh. But the funny thing was that line wasn't from me. It was from dad. <laughs> Like, Dad came up with that line beforehand because I was trying oh, to write, like, a good Errol. speech. And I had yeah. to, like, I'd, I'd written a little bit before because we'd actually just come off a camping trip. Lauren and I had. Yep. We were actually down in Wee Jasper and we'd come back oh, for, well. the, for the okay. birthday. Yeah, yeah. And so I was kind of, had written a few things and then I came back and was writing a few more. But, um, yeah, that was Dad's line. And I thought that, that was so funny. That's and like amazing. It, it, got, it got the best line. Yeah, I remember everyone cheering and laughing yeah, and yeah, just yeah. not expecting it. Yeah. Oh, far out. And But talk about like, you know what the worst one was? And this was at your engagement party. Um, oh, yeah? Like my another one. I, again, I thought this was a cracking line, but I wasn't... But you're, you know, the gay and lesbian friends didn't have the humour... <laughs> that like you know like they because yeah. basically I was I was taking the piss out of the um the gay and lesbian yeah. thing because I mean yeah. it's just what we do yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. if you if it's all coming from love you take the piss out of each other it's you know it's what you do so I was I was paying that out and like I'm I think I came up with something along the lines of look when Elizabeth met Beck and started going like I I I, I didn't know that I was comfortable with this lifestyle that she'd chosen. Uh, look, I couldn't believe that, you know, after all this time, she would make a choice like this that would affect a family. And like, I, I can't believe that she'd marry a Victorian. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? And that <laughs> was the it. line. Yeah. Like, and I wanted them yeah. to like, I wanted to, and yep. no one yeah. bid on it. That, I was so, so annoyed because I thought that was a good yeah. line. And yeah. I was like, if I had had a Jason wing there, yeah. uh, like, and even a Harris or mm. like that, I reckon. Yeah. But for some reason, you had a bunch of people not able to go to that. Yeah. Like a lot of our really yeah, we did, yeah. tight the wings family. Like Jason's ham weren't there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the wings right. weren't there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's a big chunk of our yeah. kind of crew there. Yeah. But because um, we were all there for the But you were at the proposal. proposal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, which was I, which I tried to film, but it was just oh, so dark. That's right. It was so dark. They, uh, um, Tam made him late for the train. They missed the train back. Yeah, because you guys had done that yeah. big thing. I mean, I don't. In a in another world, if I was prepared, I probably would have lit it all up. Mm. But um, yeah, it yeah. didn't. It ended up coming out really dark. But it was uh, yeah, that was good. 
Yeah, that was good. That was well done, actually. Mm. That was well done, that proposal. Um, yeah. Six months of uh, secret dance lessons. Yeah. <laughs> dance choreographed. Yeah, And yeah. I do not dance. That's the whole point. Yeah. I'm not a dancer. <laughs> I'm not a singer either, Eli, but apparently it's on film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, that's right. There's uh, some footage of that. The old um, everything gets filmed these days. I think uh, mobile phones have changed everything and uh, – Especially if you're me, like I'm a, you know, photographer and videographer, yeah, so yep. I, just, I feel sorry for this kid. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna get wrapped, roped into all my little projects, yeah. and uh, yeah, like I'll be that that I'll be the dad with like the massive setup for his junior footy games. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, I actually won't. I've actually like I used to film games for Sam and for, and I actually I'm very much appreciative that. Like, it's really cool to have those games when they were playing footy because it's something... I wish I had had more of my games filmed as a kid. Like, but we didn't have... Like, I remember you filmed, like, a grand final, but I think you had hired the, the camera. Camera, yeah. Because yeah. that's what it was like. There was no... You couldn't just film it on a phone. Like... Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, was, for, like, training purposes or for fun? No, like, to fun. watch to fun, yeah. History. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... I can always, the only thing is I can always claim that I was a better footballer than I actually was because like, <laughs> how do you say any different? Like when mm-hmm. Sam starts lipping off about how good he was, I'm like, look here, you didn't look so good here, breaking your <laughs> collarbone. No. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> no, I, don't, but I, I still laugh at that with Sam because that game, I, I filmed it um, yep. and like I, I stopped it because I think I stopped because he went to, obviously went to hospital when because yeah. he, he, he dived for a t- he was chasing some kid and he dived for a tackle instead of like actually kind of running him down and trying to catch him he just dived from a long way out and it's broken his collarbone yeah. and so it was, to be honest it was a bad tackle technique and probably why he broke his collarbone but um, as he's done I've gone oh you hear me talking on the camera going oh geez I have to talk to him about that like because I used to I used to coach him yep, like yep. I used, we yeah. used to just work because he was new to footy when he when he started at that stage and yep. I used to like walk him through little ways to to play the game and what to focus on and like not like he still had all his team stuff that he had to deal with but just like yep. little individual goals as well yeah cool. but um i'm gonna oh, have to talk to him about that and then he doesn't get up i'm like oh i feel oh, like a jerk now i'm yeah. just like telling him how bad his tackle attempt was and he's broken his collarbone um yeah so yeah uh, he's a that's a that's a that's a story <laughs> damn yeah all right. So, what else? Can, what else can we talk to you about, Beck? We've uh, talked all about, um, like I said. So, well, you did actually. You called me T-Bex before. I was wondering if you wanted to elaborate. Yeah, T-Bex because of the um, little arms and a big head. <laughs> big head. <laughs> you know where that comes from, don't you? But like, there's a cartoon. There's a, a cartoon movie. Um, I think it's called Meet the Robinsons. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a ridiculous like Is it's, it? it's a, the movie's not actually good, but there was like a little well, I don't remember it being like overly funny or entertaining even for yeah. a cartoon, but yeah. um there's one scene in it where like the bad guy's got like this pet T Rex. Okay. Right, yeah. like I mean because yeah. it's a cartoon. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But um he's trying to he's like, get that get that child, you know villain stuff yep and the kid runs up and just stands next to a wall and the t-rex runs up to him and is trying to get him but can't 
because oh, he's literally standing on a wall and his head is big <laughs> and he can't get his head down and he can't grab him with his arms and he's like oh. and then the like the villain's like why aren't you seizing the boys like because I've got little arms and a big head <laughs> it's like it's, and I don't know why I found it so funny yeah but yeah, that's where yeah. the idea came from not that he had a big head yeah. but it was like this little arms thing yeah, it was like yeah. Kind of, well, shorter than you because yeah, you, you know you had the higher ground, ground little, arms, and little arms. higher ground thing, which is a <laughs> Star Wars reference oh. as well. So, but I've got to add Andrew, your brother, mm-hmm. um, who lives with us, Eli. He's been living with us for quite a number of years now. Um, he has only ever called me T Bex, yeah. even to this day. He every single day it's T Bex. There's not once Beck, not once. Tyrannosaurus Bex, not, yeah. not once anything else. It's always T-Bex. My, that is my name to him. Well, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. T-Bex. And I know there was um, there was that placemat that was like Mayasaurus. Yeah. And yeah, I was I like, yeah, that, Beckosaurus. Yeah. And like, That's right. That was the other one. But that, the, the funny thing about that was even before that, my um, my one of my, my best mate, Maddie, his guy's best man at my wedding, yep. um, he was talking he'd only recently he'd met you or yeah, something right. for the first time we were talking about you and he's like oh, i like um i like elizabeth's new girlfriend she's awesome like yeah. and he was saying and he was like what was her name it was um <laughs> was it um, what do you call it what do you call it and he was like oh was it was it was it beckasaurus <laughs> and i've gone no but it will be now <laughs> Because <laughs> um, it was t-bex oh, and i've man. gone oh but you've now added beckasaurus to that <laughs> Oh, oh, I don't mind look, much. T-Bex <laughs> is better than Becky, so let's Oh, say. look, hey, right, so funny story about my family. I was named Rebecca. Yeah. So my, my mum just wanted this girl, like this little girl she could call Becky, this feminine little girl, and she got me, and I am not a Becky. No, not at a all. Becky. Eli, no. you would definitely know that by the time you're <laughs> <laughs> listening to this. So, yeah, definitely not Becky. So it's Arnie T Bex or Arnie Beckosaurus rather than um, rather than well, Arnie Becky. Beck. Arnie Beck works. <laughs> yeah, I prefer Arnie T Bex, but so we'll um, we'll see what we can we can uh, we can make him say as he gets a bit older. It's uh, it'll be interesting. And um, look, you're trying to influence him into watching the AFL, but um, well, yeah, definitely. Look, I like the AFL. I um, yeah. actually uh, no, games on tomorrow. Tomorrow, night, Bulldogs but, um, playing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Don't have too many high hopes for my Western Bulldogs, but we made the grand final last year and won in 2016. So I've seen a grand final in my adult life, mm. uh, uh, adult life, which is more than I can say for the Raiders. Last one I saw of them was as right. a 14 year old, um, a 13 year old. Actually, well, that's the same so, with me with Carlton. It's yeah. been it's been that long, 15. Yeah. Sucks being a sports fan sometimes, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah, go through this year after year after yep. year and. Uh, like, were they amazing? Were they time? amazing when you're growing up? Just generally, Raiders like, were the bomb. Yes, Raiders, so Carlton. Yes, yeah, I understand Raiders that. were, yeah. um, you know, a, a dynasty side. They yeah. um, yeah. they won it. They sorry, grand final eighty seven, won eighty nine ninety, grand final ninety one, grand uh, won it's it exactly like won it in ninety four. Yeah. Yep. Um, injury killed him in ninety three, and yeah, but they were always right up there. Yeah. Like, and then. Yeah. Late by the late nineties, they'd kind of fallen off a bit, and two thousands were terrible yeah. for a long time with a couple of good seasons in there. But mm. but Carlton were the team of the eighties, you know, in, and yeah, yeah, in, yeah, into absolutely. the nineties, I guess. Yeah, was it? And, yeah. and nineties, yeah, we had. See, I didn't get on to like mm. I started following the Western Bulldogs in ninety nine. 
Okay. Um, which is actually further back than I Is that I when you were down in Melbourne? No, oh. I, I moved down in 2000. Okay. And like it was kind of early 2000 till two, late 2001, I think. I was there for almost two years. Mm-hmm. But, um, yep. I, but I'd been traveling back and forth from Melbourne in 99 as well. But I was watching a lot more AFL at that stage and really, really enjoyed it. And I was yep. on, on the Western borders, almost went for someone else, almost ended up as, um, almost ended up as a North Melbourne fan. Mm, okay. um, I'm glad mm. that didn't happen because yeah. they're garbage too. Um, <laughs> although the Western Bulldogs took a long time to give me any yeah. real joy. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the other team I almost went for was the Brisbane Lions, which would have been lovely in those first couple of years because they yeah. won three in a row. Yeah. Like, but, um, you know, I was living in Footscray. was the mm. first place I kind of lived down there. And um, yeah. I was actually a Bulldogs fan before that, so even better. But... Um, Enjoyed it, but it's funny because I always act as if I'm really new to the game of AFL. Okay, but I've now yeah. been watching for twenty odd years. years. Yeah, well, like, I'm like yeah. oh, okay, where where did that time go? I, I still yeah. don't get some of the rules though. Yeah, like, <laughs> stuff happens, and I'm well. Just you like, know what? It's changed as well, um, yeah. and it's hard. It was hard because I've been in Sydney for equally as long, probably twenty odd years or so. Yeah, and um. When I can't, it was just hard. It wasn't on TV like it is now. We didn't have all the streaming channels. No one wanted to talk about AFL. No, you know, Sydney Swans weren't that big. Um, so it was just hard to follow. Well, so even now, like the, some of the rules, I don't even know at the moment because they're just evolving and changing. And I was the same though. When I was mm. in Melbourne back in 2000, 2001, it was virtually impossible to follow the league down there. Right, yeah. Oh, like... Impossible. I didn't even know what it was. I yeah, didn't even like, coming from Melbourne. Yes. You don't understand. You don't know what rugby is. No, yeah. no, or mm. it's rugby. It's not rugby league, like, yeah, which right. is a different yeah. sport again. Yeah. Like it's similar, similar than yeah. Like, but I guess realistically, this day rugby union is like AFL to Gaelic football. Yeah, right. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that's how different they yeah. are. Like yeah. there's a lot of there's similarities, but yeah. there's a lot of massive differences as well. And when um, I don't know what year. Do you know what year the storm started? Storm. Came in eight or ninety nine. No, no, no. They came in in ninety seven. Right after the no, sorry, not ninety seven. No, ninety eight. You're right because ninety seven was Super League, and they came in in ninety eight and won it in ninety nine. Okay, like so, incredible rise to the top. Coming from yeah, from my perspective, um, an AFL around that time, it was like a novelty thing. There Mm. was this novelty sport we had no idea that it was equal to afl in yeah, the other in states because the people in victoria was, are obsessed oh with yeah. afl yeah and what i noticed like there's plenty of people in sydney who just don't follow sport yeah right? sure they yep. just don't follow anything and yep. you're like oh who's your team oh, i don't have a team mm. um and then but in afl like not only did everyone have a team they all kind of knew how they were going as well. They yeah. wouldn't watch all the time. There's yeah, people who true. weren't sports fans yeah. still, yeah. but they still had a team yeah. and they still knew if they were going any yeah. good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So even the people yeah. who weren't sports fans were still yeah. kind of sports fans. Yeah. And so, it started as Victorian Football League. So it started yeah. in Melbourne. It's yeah. Well, that's the same with the Rugby League. It okay. used to be the um, the Sydney. New South Wales Rugby League. And oh, really? That, the Sydney. It used to be just, just Sydney, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, they yeah. still were, interesting. The commentators were still calling it Sydney after we had teams in Newcastle, Canberra, you know, huh. and and Brisbane. So 
and so yeah. we've kind of gone down the history of sport rather than the history of family here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I, I'm curious though as mm. to like with the world that's opened up so much more now, like to the American sports, the American sports being all over the TV, all over the streaming and much easier to access, they're much, much bigger now. Um, okay. And I think that's going to keep going that way. I think some sports have struggled in the new climate. I think cricket has struggled. I, um, I, I've cricket, s- cricket is the second biggest sport in the world. But let, let me let me tell you what I'm telling you. What I'm yeah. what I'm seeing though. You're right. But one of the facts that this is to be one of the biggest sports in the world is, is the fact that it runs India. You know, which Pakistan has got and yeah, which crazy and populations. Like do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's yeah. fine. But I'll tell you, in Australian schools, there's only handfuls of kids that are interested in cricket. Mm, okay. You know, only handfuls. And like I, I can tell which you, in the time that, that I've... we keep producing so many good cricketers, because I mean, but you know, when our day, everyone used to play cricket. You know, yeah. Um, but I can tell cool. you, in the handful of times like in the sorry in the years that i've been teaching which is mm. 2011 actually you can probably go a little bit further back further than that because i was doing pracs and stuff so go back to kind of 2008 till mm. what to 2022 which is now i've i've seen like cricket fall off completely um and i'm not like some places get obsessed with soccer. Though. Like again, I might just be the schools I'm at too, and mm. the area and the populations that mm. get like you know because I've seen some schools that are obsessed with like footballers in the soccer, um, and then others that are rugby league union. Unless you're in a preppy school, it's mm. gone. But the other one, people are interested in basketball. Really, real basketball's big. Mm. I basketball's but basketball was actually pretty big in high school back when I was at high school. Um, but the NBA is just so much more accessible now. And I'm curious, like I've got a boy about to grow up in this Mm. and I'm really kind of curious as to what he'll be interested in. Like if he's anything like his dad, he'll be rugby league mad. And, you know, I actually plan on taking him to plenty of rugby league and stuff. It's a little bit hard considering I'm on the central coast and my team's in Canberra. But, um... (laughs) Yes. Tennis is the same. There's not much tennis goes on through the school. No, not at all. There's a. Yeah, they've actually got a really nice court at the school I teach at now. Like there used to be courts, you know, private courts and and community courts, every suburb, and a lot of them have disappeared. They've gone under houses or whatever, you know, over mm. the last okay. twenty years or so, and people just don't go out and play tennis like they used to. You know, like we used to play. But I'll tell you, there's plenty of basketball hoops up in everyone's backyard. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, but. Um, and I, I, I think the funny thing, I think one of the biggest detriments to sport is video games. Um, they yeah. just people <laughs> would rather do that. And I, yeah, I can't stand them. I, it's not, I'm not anti, it's funny because I'm not anti them because I've got like a game machine myself and I've played them, but I just can't. Get your boys in golf. The sporting games specifically or? No, just, just video in general. games in yeah. general. Like I yeah. just can't cop the amount of time. I can't cop. Hmm choosing to play video games rather than going outside to play sport. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and by obviously being even my, at my age, I'm still going out three nights a week to yeah. train to do jujitsu. Like, but I've always done something like always some kind of sporting endeavor. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's a look, I, it's, 
it's a new day and that's what people are doing and that's fine as an entertainment purpose if that's what you do if it's like watching a movie like, I guess we you know spent plenty of time watching movies and stuff so I guess it's I guess it's got its relevance and stuff and in what you do but um, look hmm. and, uh, one of those things it's, it's funny when you when it's just you and I'd, I'd be interested how you would have thought about this dad like hmm. um, when it's just you and all you're worried about, and like you had me very young anyway. No, not, sorry, not, not very young, but you would have been 23. 24, yeah. 24, right? So that's not super young, but um, like considering I was 41 when I had just had Eli, um, I guess the perspectives are a little bit different. But I've had a whole adult life, mm. you know, where the only future I have had to be really concerned about is my own. Like, do you know, as in, like, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, have to wonder sense. about what's happening for my kids because I didn't have them for twenty years, mm. and now all of a sudden I've got a boy, and I'm like, wow, what is he facing? Because mm. like my childhood would have been completely different to yours, and the car- and like, like you've got kids, like you've got Maya yeah, and Sam, yeah, that you've yeah, seen, Maya especially Maya. Like, yeah. Sam was what. 15, 15, 16 when you kind of came, came scene, along, yeah. but yeah. Maya was a kid. Yeah, she was seven, seven, eight or something. Yeah, yeah. so you know yeah. you've you've had to see you've had yeah. a massive part yeah. in her childhood, but her childhood would have been different to yours, and Absolutely. again different to yours. So I'm yeah. just like, what is, what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. And I'm so curious. But and and with kids growing up without backyards and without you know play centers and yeah. so on. Yeah. And the other thing is, and the, the devices is just. Yeah. Telephones. And yeah. <laughs> well, but the other thing is the size of families is that we were about the median family with four kids when I was growing up. And then you were the median family with two kids because yeah. that was about it, you know. Um, and uh, people who had three kids some often had one a bit later on, you know. So two kids was kind of the median and now there's a lot of families with one or two. Yeah. And so they don't have kids to play with in their own house, you know. Or yeah. the kids are quite a long distance apart, like, you know, Maya and Sam, and Sam yeah. are yeah. many years apart. Yep. Um, so it's going to affect just their, um, just competing over the... But that's why who I think Who gets if the you, lolly and who gets the sandwich, you know. That's why I think if you are only going to have, like, an, an only child, like, I, yeah. I don't know if we'll have another kid like at 41 mm. I'm already feel like I'm on the older side to be having my first mm. um, my goal has always been be fit enough to keep up with your kids yeah. do you know what I mean so if I'm yeah, 41 cool. I need to be a fit 41 year old like mm. it's but it's harder to bounce back from injuries and all that kind of stuff especially considering the kind of training I do but um, well I was 36 when you when I found out that <clears throat> if I gave you a head start I couldn't run you down yeah, so yeah. 36, so what would that have been like 12, 12, 12 yeah, years old? Yeah. You were 12 years old and and we had a race in the backyard and I gave you a five-metre start like I'd always been doing or whatever it was. Yeah. And then would, you know, stamp on the ground behind you so you think I was coming up behind you, you know. And at that stage we took off and I realised that they were going as fast as I could. I wasn't making any ground on you. Mate, I'll, I'll tell you, being a primary school teacher gives yeah. you that yardstick Mm. Your whole mm. life, because they all want to race the teacher. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Are you and, serious? Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm not letting any of them win. I've yeah. only ever had like I can, I haven't like raced every single kid that I've done, but I've yeah. had one kid 
who I was in that same boat with. Whereas I like we took off at the same time mm. and there wasn't a centimetre between us. I've had <laughs> one kid and the rest I've been able to kind of cover. But they're getting bigger, they're getting faster and I'm not... Keep, I'm not, not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm getting older. Like it's yeah. that's it. I'm certainly forty. I'm. I think I'm still reasonably quick for a forty-year-old. But um, yeah, it's you don't increase in speed at that stage. But yeah, I. My, it's important to me that I keep. But my point was, I went off on a tangent in typical Stevenson fashion. Um, <laughs> that um, I want my like. Even if I do have an only, even if it is turns out it is. Only the one one kid. If Eli is my only only child, um, I will have him involved with other kids from yeah. as young as possible, like training jujitsu, playing team sport, whatever it whatever it be. But um, that's highly important. And there's there's so many programs and stuff that are available. I felt like you know when we were young, you you play kind of soccer or footy, and that was kind of it I guess there was other things as well but that's all that felt like there really was for us mm. and little athletics you did was just yeah, was true. wonderful that was wonderful um, yeah and uh, but that got you engaged with other kids um, I don't ever remember anyone from little athletics though like I think that was the benefit of a team sport um, is you literally had a team that you were trying to achieve something together with whereas mm. little athletics you're just trying to beat everyone you know, so I, I think there is something, there is a mentality there of a team sport. And like one of my best mates growing up and, you know, was from rugby league. Um, like probably had the best mate from each walk of my life. Do you know what I mean? From like <laughs> from church growing up and then from um, then from rugby league growing up and then from school, um, school growing up. Like I had yeah. <laughs> one best mate in each of those arenas, whatever it may be. But I don't ever remember really clicking with anyone at Little Athletics. I, I don't. I must have been fairly young when I did it. Like, but like I guess because I played rugby league from you under nine, a lot more years, and under um, nines to sixteens or something. And then I, I think also the thing was, um, you know, when when your kids are playing team sports, football you have this relationship with the other parents where you become close friends and that's the only link you've got with them. And mm. so, you know, very few of them were, we maintained any kind of contact mm. with afterwards um, and less frequently, of course. But uh, I don't remember ever kind of forming links with any of the parents. I think it was the way Little Athletics went that the parents were all out running a sport so mm. they weren't kind of together watching the one sport, you know. And there's something missing there, the isn't there? Line. If you want to yeah. do any kind of organised thing like that, you'd want it to be a real community base. Because I'll be honest, yeah. I don't. I, I remember being encouraged as a young bloke wanting to do my best and grow up and be a professional footballer. Like even though it was never realistic. Like I played mostly second division. I think we played mm. a couple of years in first division amongst some good sides. But like, even though I was reasonably handy junior footballer, I was never busting into any rep sides like I like I don't know how far away I was but I don't think I was that close mm. to be honest but you know still encouraged to want to do it and like yeah. but I'm not I just want to encourage Eli to be as good as like just be the best version of him mm. you know like that's all mm. 
I'm worried about. Like, I, if you're not the best at something, just be better than you were yesterday. Like, I, I think there's something to that. Um, and that's kind of mm. one of my big goals with him going forward. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, I think we might call it a day there. Like, we kind of... Mm. When it's not all a bit... Like, I, they, I really do like just having conversations about the people in this family and I think we'll go over a lot more of that too especially when I do a bit more one-on-ones but it's always nice to have a bit of a group conversation I was really I was really curious about how this was going to go because <laughs> like like I said we talked about growing up which you weren't around yeah. for that part of that yeah um but you've come in and like you know made a real impact and become mm. a real part of the family and yeah. it's always a challenge mm. Like, Lauren went through the same thing. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, you know, went absolutely. through the same thing coming yeah. into a tight-knit unit. And whereas you're yeah. always welcome. Yep. When the family gets together, we tell stories. Yeah. And if you don't yep. know them, you've yep. kind of got to learn them and yeah. you become a part of them the longer you're around. Yeah. Well, that's it because I know – so. Not obviously all of them, but so many stories well, about the, the farm and the, the bonfires and the mulberry and, tree. And yeah. Like, Elizabeth, it's a fond memory. She talks about it all the time. Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, after you're around long enough, you become mm. part of it as yeah, well. And, yeah. like, and so it was yeah. like the 40th. Like, we can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. As in, yeah. that was, that's one you can be telling if, um, you know, yeah, when, yeah. when the kids are starting to bring home, like, for instance, like Evelyn, like Sam, yeah. Sam's yeah. with Evelyn, and that's pretty serious these days yeah that's it um uh and so like you know when you're telling stories she's not going to know that but then she's potentially part of that next group do you know what i mean it's like enjoys the old and it's like it's it's so good Mm. to be part of a family yeah that loves being around each other yeah so and i'm from a very small family i have like three cousins that are older than me much older than me very small well lauren only knows kind of one side of her family yeah and um right you know only has a couple of cousins as well yeah. so it's <laughs> yeah so she loves it she yeah. loves the the big family yeah. thing as well so anyway guys i'll i'll, I'll thanks say, for having me yeah, yeah thanks for coming awesome. on back um yeah. and dad um i reckon we'll right. do a couple more of these as well uh get up and like i there's just so many so many things mm-hmm. over that you can't cover like yeah. we've been going for an hour and a half here and like, yeah. So, so many things you can't cover. 13th, uh, sorry, the 14th of July, um, 2022. So that's it for today. That's a wrap. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye.